Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, my man, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. The pressure's off me. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm still a bit under the weather, but definitely uh, better than what our Wednesday episode. That was that was a mission to say, but we got to stay on target and not miss an episode. We got to hit the three-year mark. My dad told me about a podcast he's been listening to. They just missed their first episode after 15 years of podcasting weekly. That is what we strive for over here at the third party. The bar has been set. Bar has been set. Year 15, that's when we can skip through stomach and COVID and all the good stuff that we've done along the way. But we got a fun episode. Today we're talking about all things Apex Mobile and the potential impact it could have on the game we have known for so long. Before we do that, though, we want to make sure you join us on Discord to ask questions for the podcast, chat Apex, find teammates, and receive third-party updates. Link is in the description, and my oh my, have a lot of people been joining lately. It's a great community over there. Discord has certainly been popping off. Um, for those of you that don't know, there's actually a private channel in our Discord that's exclusive for patrons, and that's where really Shay and I are able to be really active, chat directly with folks, answer questions, get into games with people. Um, definitely a great benefit uh, if you want to support the show and have more access to a more elite Discord. I think you could say it. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a private channel. That's what it is. It's nice and secure, and uh, like Henry said, that's where you can get our attention easily. We try to respond to everything in general questions or not in questions, but in like legend concepts, all that stuff. But stuff does fall through the cracks. The third party nation channel, though keeps pretty consistent man fun one though today let's talk about it let's dive right into it as we do on saturdays we're talking apex legends mobile today such an interesting conversation we kind of talked about it on the news not this week but last week briefly and so today we're going to dive a bit deeper into it Um, before we do so give us a little bit of the background on the launch what's happening right now that kind of fun stuff so people can understand where we're at in the developmental process of apex legends mobile Yeah, so we're very far along, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. This is pretty dang close to a full-scale release. Um, What it's being called is a limited regional launch. And what the developers are focusing on is testing of the matchmaking and the progression systems, the back-end infrastructure and in-game commerce system, as well as their regional live operations uh, capabilities. Essentially server, volume, Mm -hmm. and stability. Um, The developers have also said that they're excited to receive valuable player feedback on the ranked experience in the Battle Royale, the different game modes, legend progression, monetization features, and more. These milestones and player feedback are important parts of the development process. Um, There's a lot. We're going to kind of get into what's Mm -hmm. available in the current build of the game, but Really, we are very far along. They're testing a whole lot right now. I don't call this a beta. Like this is a soft yeah, yeah. launch in limited countries. Yep. Um, but I think there's even more to come. Currently, Apex Legends Mobile is available in the following countries: Australia, New Zealand, 
Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines, Indonesia, Mexico, Peru, Argentina, Colombia, or if you're using a, a VPN to change your location to one of those countries. Yeah, and honestly, I, I did it, played a couple games of Apex Mobile, by, and you had to change your Apple ID too on the Apple side of things. You couldn't just use a VPN. It's not worth it in terms of the lag and stuff. The servers just uh, aren't strong enough if you're we're in the States in Washington for reference. So maybe if you're closer uh, to one of those countries, you can give it a try. But it was it was fun, but definitely incredibly laggy. Let's talk about what's in this game, though. Like, what are the features that are currently available? And the crazy thing is, I'll let you go through this list. The crazy thing is that there's more to come. Like, mind blown. Blows my mind thinking about. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Um, so again, it's not the full game and there's going to be more, but there's the battle royale mode on the original world's edge. This is season three capital city, you know, all day, every day. This is what some would call kind of the best map iteration, uh, that we've had, uh, just because it's a lot of people's favorites, mm-hmm. yeah, like East fragment is a hot drop, not anything compared to Capital City. Um, it's more in lines with Schooltown in terms of just teams dropping there from what we're mm-hmm. used to from back in the day. But there's also a team deathmatch mode, a mini battle royale, a 3v3 arenas mode, the ranked BR, a full club system where you can have your friends get in a party and get extra uh, XP to rank up faster. Same thing that you have in the main game. And Mm -hmm. then the legends that are available are the originals. So you have Bloodhound, Gibraltar, Lifeline, Wraith, Bangalore, Octane, Mirage, Pathfinder, and Caustic. So you have Mirage, Caustic, and Octane, which were kind of the first unlockable. Um, Mm -hmm. From my understanding, this entire roster is playable day one, except you unlock Caustic at level 25. Okay. Okay. Man, it's interesting. So just like going through that list of what is available, those are the couple things that stand out. TDM, Middle Battle Royale, a favorite iteration of the map. It's so interesting that they went about doing this. And for anyone that doesn't know, Apex is Apex Legends Mobile is, you know, being made not by respawn essentially. It's published by respawn, but it's not developed by them. And so they have the freedom to do this kind of stuff. We'll talk about it later, what we think the impact could be, but it's definitely eye-opening when you're hearing these modes that people have been asking for for over two years at this point uh, to be added to the game, and it's coming on soft launch in mobile right now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I just think everything that you're getting for a mobile game seems incredibly generous. Like Mm -hmm. I'm shocked, honestly, by a lot of this that not only are we finally getting a mobile version of the game, but it's having more than we expected and more than we Mm -hmm. are getting right now in the main game. Like That's kind of crazy uh, to think about because the scale of mobile games is much more in terms of potential player Mm -hmm. base. Mm -hmm. But the complexities and what's feasible in a mobile game, you would assume is a lot less. Like it takes less resources to develop a mobile game than it does a full scale game. 
Mm-hmm. But kind of what's possible, we're seeing it play out as there's a lot that's possible um, at the yeah. mobile level. It, it's crazy. I mean, like to me, it feels like a group of people took on this project and said, let's play Apex Legends. Okay, we're going to put it on the phone. Like gameplay aside, how do we improve everything? Let's upgrade the UI. Let's add so many features and tons of stuff that we can do to the game. And crazy. We'll talk about it, like I said, later after we go over some more stuff. But crazy that like that's cool. Like that's greenlit. Like we're that's allowed. That's the other thing that kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. But let's get into some more stuff and then we'll kind of go to some of that more bigger picture Apex mobile impact on the main game kind of thing. Talk to me about some of the stuff outside of like the modes and stuff that are available, maybe some of the features essentially that are in the game that separate it from the current version that we're looking at right now. Yeah, so everything we've already talked about is essentially things that have at one point been in the game. You've had these Mm -hmm. maps, you've had these modes, you've had these legends, um, but Apex Mobile is a completely different game. Like It's approached from a different perspective and the features are very different. The first one that sticks out is the Legend perk system. This is absolutely insane. Just coming Mm -hmm. from our perspective, this is an absolutely outrageous thing to do, but it does make sense in the context of a mobile game. It's just crazy to think about applying anything like this to the full game. It would be impossible. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what it is, is a very robust and powerful perk system as you level up a legend over time they will get stronger um, with extra abilities and more powerful abilities one example is for bangalore her first unlockable perk is called pursue enemy and after you crack an enemy body armor uh, they'll be revealed for two seconds everyone gets recon in apex mobile and that's just (laughs) one example like there are a lot of crazy things that Add abilities that make it easier for you to level up your Evo armor, decrease cooldowns. Like you can really become a much stronger version of a legend if you main them. Which, yeah, you think about that in the main game, dude. That's crazy just because Mm -hmm. you need to know what you're going up against. And right now in mobile, the abilities are so complex and there's different mm-hmm. levels to legends and specific legend abilities so you don't really know what you're going up against but it doesn't really matter because the scale is so much smaller the time to kill mm-hmm. is less like your reaction time is less so really it's about making it fun not really mm-hmm. competitive and i think uh, this is a great way to do that and that's what's interesting is it's like, and I think we're going to end up discussing this kind of stuff as Apex Mobile comes out and comes to the US. Like, what things do we want in the main game? Yeah. And the perk system is going to be a, a topic of discussion. And it's so interesting to think about, like, if this was brought to the main Apex game right now, as it is, we'd be having such different conversations around the legends and abilities. We'd not be like, our Master in the Legends episode would be like, here's the best build for this character 
Like it's just such a different concept. There'd be a whole nother level of like ranked and competitive play. It's not just which three legends work together. It's which three builds of different legends work together, which iterations match each other. Oh man, look at this guy in the ALGS who's trying this new crazy tech that like we haven't seen before played at a high level, but they're still playing the same legend. And yeah, that just crazy idea of you look across at another team that you're playing and you're like, I don't know exactly what that person does, even if I know what the legend is, is quite interesting. And it is a thing that happens in games. Like perks are a very common thing in shooter games for sure. This is just taken to a very crazy degree when you try and put it into a game like Apex. Yeah, and that's because of the legends, you know? But I think a progression system like this is the reason I'm going to play Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Just because this matters. Like you want to grind. You want to be the best mm-hmm. Mirage main out there because if you yeah. do, you will actually get tangible power from doing that. That's mm-hmm. a really cool incentive to play more. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. they wanted. And even if it disrupts the competitive nature of the game, gets more people playing, legibility. Mm-hmm. You get more people playing, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I think it's going to do. It's crazy. Truly. Other new features. (laughs) Your favorite. Uh, Armory system. Uh, Definitely number two on my list of weapon stats. Uh, You can see how individual attachments change weapon stats on an incredible amount of detail. We're talking like horizontal and vertical recoil metrics, like Mm -hmm. crazy stuff, to be honest. And... You can compare weapons directly in the armory. You can do a side-by-side flatline versus R301. Oh my god, that's awesome. It's your dream you can see come the true. Differences. You can see which one's more powerful, which one has this. It's a big, big deal. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it is just like a bar, though. It's not like you have an actual number assigned to each value. Like you don't have a horizontal recoil at a 80 or at a hundred or something. So like there would be some quote unquote estimation involved, but like the comparing weapons is really cool. I mean, think about how often we used to do that on COD, man. When we're like, mm-hmm. what attachments go together? Like, oh, if I put the foregrip on, well, now I get more accuracy, that kind of stuff. Like I'm going to build a hours. high damage gun, a high accuracy gun. Like, yeah, you spend hours doing that. And it's so cool to see that kind of thing in Apex. This is something we've been like, wanting to have in the main game for a long time because this is just ui this has nothing to do with the gameplay we can debate legend perk system back and forth on what that does for the game all day an armory system that's just a nice thing to give to the player so they can have fun and understand the weapons and yeah make people care more about their r301 that they know and love (laughs) absolutely um other things that are just different are legend abilities like things are not the game that we have today. One example mm-hmm. is that Lifeline has her combat revive shield. That's crazy. You know, like this is not just a copied version of the current state of Apex and it will not be balanced and updated at the same pace and on the same timeline as the main game. These are different games it's a new branch off of the apex game universe and that's really interesting you know you think about if you're a bloodhound main you're going to be playing on a console and then you switch over to the ipad 
very, very different experience. You're playing a different game at its core, and that definitely means your legend abilities are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Like, that truly is just so... It's mind-blowing to me that we're going to be like... And we'll figure out what we'll do with Apex Mobile in terms of content. Like, I like what Gang Merchant's doing and that he's got a separate Apex Mobile channel, you know? I don't know what we'll do in terms of how much we'll play and how much content we'll make around mobile, but you're going to have to go to separate places to find information. I can't imagine the games will be balanced the same. Like, the patch notes you get for, you know, regular games not going to apply to Apex Legends Mobile and vice versa, and that's really interesting to have to account for if you are going to be someone that's trying to play both of them yeah and that was one of our worries about mobile coming in because it would drain development resources like if we're getting balancing on the main game how Mm -hmm. will that affect the mobile game and vice versa will they be balanced together um kind of like i remember call of duty does their patch notes and they break up different balancing for different modes. Like zombies, the weapons Mm -hmm. are balanced different from the multiplayer. I kind of was thinking mobile was going to be approached like that. Bangalore receives this buff here, but not over here where it's different. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That worry isn't super relevant because it's kind of developed by two different teams. But Mm -hmm. the point is it's going to be different. The legends are going to be yeah. different, and that's foundational. And the weapons are too. Yeah, dang, the weapons are too. That is going to be crazy. Uh, we'll keep going into the differences, but before we do, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Let's keep it rolling. What's the next thing we should discuss? One of your favorites. Um, just the UI difference. It. The mm-hmm. names above POIs while you're in the dropship. So you don't have to open the mini-map to know what a location is called it's so good for new players like you and i know the maps like the back of our hand but and actually that saying sucks because it's like how how well do you actually know the back of your hand if i'm being completely honest but like it's so nice for a new player to come into the game because i think about it in terms of this i still go play warzone i still go play fortnite once in a blue moon if i'm like if there's a crazy new update or something and i got a group of friends that want to play I got no idea where things are, but when some of these games have the floating location tiles above where they are, it just makes everything so much more easy. And it's never been the biggest deal because in Apex you have a jump master and so you're going to go to the same place essentially regardless. But like you said, it's just a nice UI change that I think it looks pretty clean. I don't know why there's a... if there's I imagine you could probably turn it off too if you wanted to. Like... So if you really wanted to get the pure picture of the game, you could. (laughs) Yeah. I just think when you're scaling a game that's so complex, like Apex, down into a tiny little phone device, making Mm -hmm. shortcuts like that just makes the game a lot more enjoyable um, overall. Yeah. Another one of those things is you can play in first person and third person mode. Um, Mm -hmm. And there are different lobbies as well. which is pretty interesting. And the I thought, isn't it like you can play in first and third person in one lobby, and then in one lobby you can only play in third person? Is that how it's split up? How I understand it is I think it's you can switch in one, but then one is fixed to first person. 
Okay, so reverse of what I was yeah. saying. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's different lobbies, which is interesting. It's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And from what we've heard and what gameplay we've seen, um, in the third-person mode that allows you to have the flexibility, there mm-hmm. are AI bots like in the game. So it's a lot more casual, yeah. but in the locked first-person mode of the uh, Battle Royale lobbies, that's not necessarily the case. It's definitely more competitive. I still couldn't drop a 20 bomb on the bots. It was just, I couldn't shoot anything. It's so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, once it comes out and it's all, and we get our fancy devices all set up, maybe mm-hmm. we'll try to hit a record. Um, but I think that's interesting, <laughs> you know, like matchmaking yeah. um, being completely it's different. It's just different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's completely different. Pretty interesting. Um, Overall, the the HUD, the heads-up display, looks incredible Mm -hmm. for a mobile game. Have to say it. Mobile shooter games are never going to be as crisp in their frames per second or latency compared to, you know, hardwired Ethernet PC Mm -hmm. games. Um, But it looks really fun. Like, it definitely looks like Apex. In terms of graphics and frames, too, I see a lot of people saying it's one of the best yeah. for a mobile shooter as well. Like they didn't cut any corners to just bring you Apex. Like this is high quality production, going to be one of the best mobile games on the market. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I think it's poised to do very, very well. Um, another difference in just terms of going from the main game to the mobile game, the movement mechanics are different. You know, this is built in a different game engine. Um, mm-hmm. Jumping and pivoting in the air is easier. Um, and of course, you still have sliding, but tap strafing is not possible. Um, yeah. That being said, I saw people celebrating a wall jump, and I was like, "Oh, the good old days, man! The good old days." <laughs> <laughs> yep, gone by. Um, you can also move while looting, like in a death box, which is pretty interesting for all those controller console players. Um, you can't do that <laughs> on mobile. Um, another cool thing is that. You can play original King's Canyon. So they're going to have multiple Mm -hmm. maps in this as well. I just think it's crazy how much content, how much unique uh, features that the mobile game has. It it blows my mind. I'm truly shocked. It's crazy. (laughs) Now, all this taken into account, all these differences, all this bonus stuff, at the end of the day, can you stand playing a shooter on a touchscreen? Like, is that something that you're going to commit yeah. actual free time to? And hopefully for a lot of people, it will be. I think, I hope that it reaches a new audience, interact with more people. I'll tell you, trying to play on the iPad was essentially impossible. That was a mistake. I need to go with the phone only if I'm going to try anything. But honestly, when you look at playing on a touchscreen, and God, I keep in mind, as of now, there's no controller porting onto mobile with Apex Mobile. A lot of games like Call of Duty where you can still have a controller set up to your uh, phone or iPad or something, that is currently not available in Apex Mobile. Good or bad, say what you want. You're going to have to put up with touchscreen yeah. if you want to try it. Um, like you said, I think it'll be something like, why not Like play it for fun um, occasionally? I think you have a, I'll, I'll let you keep going because your next question, I, I don't want to skip over and I was going right, to kind of lead into. Well, I, I'm just <laughs> curious because will it be a situation where it's like the Switch? You know, the Switch came out a year ago mm-hmm. for, for Apex and we were really excited. 
but it didn't mm-hmm. really work, you know? Like it's not as enjoyable as a experience as it is on PC. Mm-hmm. Like it's night and day. Um, and in terms of playing on the go, the Switch, at least for me, doesn't have cellular. You know, like yeah. you're tied yeah. to Wi-Fi. Phone, you're tied to Wi-Fi. Not necessarily the case. So maybe that alone mm-hmm. makes uh, Apex Legends Mobile on a cell phone more more popular, just because it is actually yeah. a mobile game that you can take on the go but mm-hmm. it's not going to be a S- switch versus mobile yeah it's interesting oh sorry what were you going to say it's just not going to be as fresh as your console so it really comes down mm-hmm. to are you willing to make sacrifices to play it on the go and i think a lot of mm-hmm. these features and benefits like the progression system might bring a lot of people in that currently yeah, play. I, I, that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Is the uniqueness mm-hmm. of it, the fact that it isn't just copy and paste. When you go and try and play, like when I'm traveling and I bring a Nintendo Switch and I'm like, oh, let's play Apex, you know, on hotel Wi-Fi. Which sometimes the hotel Wi-Fi ain't even strong enough to play Apex on the Switch, and so then it's like, what really is the point yeah. at all? But you try and do that, and you just feel like I'm playing a not good version of what I'm used to. The frames are bad. The game is slow. There's lag. Mobile, you're at least committing to having a different game in a way where it just feels fun. It feels different. And so if I'm, like I'll say right now, like if I'm deciding between the two when I'm on the go, we're both going to San Francisco next week. I would tell you right now, I'd be playing Apex Legends Mobile if I was deciding between the two on the road. Yeah, I I fully agree with that. And I think that's a big statement. Mm -hmm. Now let's go into some logistics. Like, what's the impact of mobile really going to be? Is it going to be good or bad? And first things first, Fortnite and Call of Duty Mobile are massive games. Apex adding mobile expands the player base drastically. Like PUBG and Call of Duty Mobile reach about a billion players. No exaggeration. That's a legitimate number. Legit. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. The potential is incredible uh, with just putting out this game. Uh, even if it's good or bad, it doesn't really matter. The reach for mobile AAA games like this mm-hmm. is incredible. The IP that you'll get out of it is major. And that that means more for just the popularity of the video game. That's how you get the Netflix TV show mm-hmm. because you have every country caring about the Apex Legends lore. You know, that's how you that's how you just grow your game and grow into more things. And that's why one of the reasons I think I'm particularly excited for Apex Mobile it just is gonna mean more worldwide popularity for what is already one of the largest games out there. And that's quite exciting. Yeah, it really is. And it's also an important note to make that the game being published like by Tencent, co-publishing between EA Respawn and Tencent, mm-hmm. they're a global leader in game development in general, mm-hmm. and it allows for EA to release Apex Legends Mobile to the Chinese market very easily. That's mm-hmm. big. That's numbers. That's players. Um, that's a really big market. Revenue. It's a lot of revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of one of the reasons that it is being published uh, by another company. Um, not only do mm-hmm. they bring the experience, but they allow entry into 
one of the largest markets in the world. Yeah. And it's good though, because of that split on the development and the publishing side, that's what we were saying earlier, those dev resources are not split. So you don't have to worry about your favorite uh, live game balancer to be spending too much time on mobile versus the game that you're playing all the time. It's very separate entities. And on top of being separate entities, just to clarify for anyone that maybe hasn't noticed already, is there's not cross-play with PC and consoles. Apex is a standalone experience um, in terms of how it's played. And that's for the best because you can't move in the same way with, uh, I mean, you're already limited with your thumbs on joysticks. Now we're talking <laughs> flat screens. It's like the aim assist debate would go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Watching the gameplay, that's a very early conclusion. That this is a separate mm-hmm. game. There is no way. Yep, it's a separate game. No way to to do crossplay. Um, I guess you can take whatever perspective you'd like, optimistic or pessimistic. Do you mm-hmm. think that Apex Legends Mobile will, when it officially launch, introduce all these highly mm-hmm. demanded and valuable features that will never reach the main game? Or is mobile kind of leapfrogging ahead of the main game in order to be a testing ground for Mm -hmm. some key features that we could expect to see? Yeah, I mean, the idea of a testing ground is quite interesting because I think obviously there's some good reasonings behind it. But like we said, it's a very different game. So who's to say how one mode or one type of thing would port over? to the other game uh, in particular. And that's kind of hard. I think my thing with Apex Mobile and one of my, you know, fears for the game for all Apex right now, and it's only a bad thing for the developers, it's a good thing for the players, is just that these features are awesome. And they're going to be demanded and they're going to be praised and people are going to be asking for this kind of stuff when they see it in mobile. And that set up, sets up the developers to offer disappointment and for people to not be happy with the main game. We're already joking, but it's not going to be a joke in three months when nothing's happened about how cool some of this stuff is that we're not getting. We haven't even talked about the firing range changes that are just like absolutely epic for practicing and training. Like, there's i i want these changes to impact the main game like not like we like i said we can talk about like the perk stuff i'm not calling for that i'm calling for more of the like the ui Mm -hmm. stuff and just kind of like the overall player and quality of life the quality of life stuff it's just gonna be people are gonna get frustrated i think that's uh, I know I'll get frustrated. That's I'm speaking for yeah. myself right now and assuming that I think I have an opinion that'll match a lot of people out there. No, I think you're right. And what I predict happening is that everybody that currently plays Apex a lot, you know, 20 mm-hmm. hours a week or more, you're playing Apex a lot. That share is not going to go down. Like you're not going to switch over to the mobile game because it's so much better. I think the core audience, all the streamers, they're going to be playing the game regardless. Mm -hmm. No impact. Like, I don't think this is going to affect them at all. I agree. But what mobile will do is make a lot of money, expand the IP Mm -hmm. drastically to really ensure that this game does last 10 years. Like, that, yeah. That's a mm-hmm. pretty incredible thing to do with one 
you know, action of releasing a game on mobile. Um, but I think the pressure on the team at Respawn is going to be dialed up drastically because, like you said, yeah. a lot of these things are quality of life. How hard is it to get moving dummies in the firing range with the timer yeah. next to it? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's not asking for a whole lot. That's not going to mm-hmm. happen in the main game. It's not. And mm-hmm. a lot of this quality of life stuff is not going to happen in the main game. And it's just going to add pressure. So it sounds like we're both a little scared, add, but it's negative discourse. It is, is the thing. It's those, it's those loud voices. Like you said, they're not going to switch over to the game, but now when they complain about the game, they're going to be able to point to mobile and be like, uh, just imagine if the ranked system's different. Yeah. Like imagine if the rank system, imagine if they did team KP and mobile and all of a sudden you got people having conversations with developers and saying, well, why is Apex Mobile doing this and you guys aren't? And what's the developer supposed to say? Are they supposed to like say bad things about the game that they're technically like in relation to? Like it's a tough situation to be in a hundred percent. And the positive outlook is hopefully it is a testing ground and hopefully we do see some of this stuff, but that's a big ask to get all this kind of stuff coming over into the game in a timely manner as well. I think logistically it doesn't really make sense to hold the level designer at Respawn to be accountable for what's happening in the level design for Apex Legends Mobile. When they're asked mm-hmm. about things, and they're going to pretty much say, I don't know. That's none of my business. Mm-hmm. I don't look at mobile. It's a separate game. That rhetoric is not going to be accepted in the Apex Legends that's the community. Thing. And that's the fact. It can be true. It's true. And yeah. that's just yeah. how it mm-hmm. is. But how disappointing that we're going to see things that are really nice on the other side. And the developers aren't even going to acknowledge them. They're, I don't think mm-hmm. they will. And with how communication has been coming out about balancing and updates, I think the player base is going to be in the dark for a lot of this. And this mm-hmm. is a cataclysmic event, having all of this mobile stuff come out where we're pretty much going to get a dozen quality of life new features in the game, including modes. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to mm-hmm. be silence from the team. Yeah, It's scary. It is very scary, and I think that is the right word and rhetoric to use, and I'm really just fascinated to see what happens. I mean, we don't really have an ETA on when it'll come to the U.S., which is obviously when things will start to ramp up once you reach a very large part of the core audience of Apex, and yeah, man, it's interesting. I mean, we already got, like, Gaming Merchant? That's not a small creator that's already making mobile content and praising a lot of that game for what they're doing that's different. Uh, it's starting already essentially we're here we're praising the game right now for doing cool things and we've barely even touched them so man it's going to be interesting to monitor and maybe we'll be wrong about the kind of community interaction stuff and the future of for the sure main for game. sure maybe we'll be wrong everything we've awesome. learned over the last two years i don't think we're wrong but mm-hmm. maybe we will be and this will this mm-hmm. release of mobile will be the best of both worlds because it'll start mm-hmm. a new perspective on a lot of things in the game. And at the end of the day, Apex is in a great state. Like 
The game is mm-hmm. great. So it's not like the game's on fire and mobile's going to come in and be this knight in shining armor. Both games look great. That's what's, you know? Yeah. That's the craziest thing, though. It's like we love the mm-hmm. game. And now all of a sudden, because of this new game, there's negativity. That's like, why we're worried. There. Like right now, there's Which not a lot to complain about. But mm-hmm. once you introduce mm-hmm. this, all these shiny new things and it's taken now there's away, there's stuff to complain about. That's mm-hmm. why it's scary. There's nothing wrong right now. Especially but you're creating when, a problem by making the grass greener on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when they get permanent modes like Team Deathmatch and we can't get control for more than two weeks. That makes you mad. Naturally, that makes, that makes you mad. That makes you mad. Mm-hmm. It's going to be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all, though. We don't need to keep rolling on this. I think that's Apex Legends Mobile in a nutshell. And like as much as we're saying, I think it is, it's It's fear. You know, It's like we're kind of just looking forward to seeing what happens. But we're both excited for mobile in general. And it's when you bring more Apex and more UI and more... Uh, all this good stuff into the universe, it's only going to end up as hopefully positive in the end. There just might be some serious bumps along the way. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> With that, though, thank you to our producer, the third party 10, as well as our dropship captain, Luke, who support us over on Patreon. Subscribe on Apple Pods, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thanks so much for listening to the third party podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, now, another squad coming in. Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.